liftoff and the clock has started. That Pixel Life. This is episode 204, recording August 14, 2022. My name is Zach Anderson, and this week we will be discussing eh, some more delays, but some game announcements, um, and what we've been playing, watching. I'm sure tangents will happen as they're wont to do when I have with me, as always, Mr. Justin. Take another turn, Carter. I know it's what I've uh, been playing magic Friday nights uh, with my friend Tanner. He'll come over, I'll go over to his place and stuff. And he's gotten bit by the magic bug and he knows, uh, you know, I'm always down to play some magic. So I've mm-hmm. been helping him and he just built like in his like first commander deck. And so he wanted to come over and like play test it and stuff. And I was like, well, that's great. Cause I was like, I just built a new commander deck too. Mm. And I'm pretty excited to uh, play test it. I've been playing it against Megan, but I added a bunch of cards since I played her. And so I'm like, all right, I'm interested to see this version of the deck go off. And uh, and went off it did. Yeah. Yeah. It uh, ended with me milling half of his deck. I had a good third of my deck in my hand. Um, I was going to mill him out. And I was on my second turn in a row going into my third turn in a row, but I casted Approach of the Second Sun for the second time, so I won. But it was a pretty... into He didn't do anything that game. I just went off. Yeah, that was... Uh, you were ex- explaining that to me through text, and I was like, that sucks. Like, <laughs> yeah. Jesus. <laughs> it's, I, I, I genuinely felt bad because I was just like, you know, in my second turn, like untapping all my shit, like doing whatever. I'm like drawing like a million cards and scrying. And I'm like, look, I'm like trying to end it as quickly as possible because mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, I'm like, I know it's probably just killing him. I would have scooped when I played the second, second turn spell. I would have been like, nope, I'm done. Like yeah, if no I was more. on his side. So he stuck it out, though. So he was a champ. Yeah, I, I would have absolutely been like, OK, this is I'm done. But you can absolutely go through this just to see it. But like, yeah, I've already packed up my stuff. We're, we're yeah. good. I've had to do that with Chris before where it's like, I'm clearly dead and Chris could kill me. And he's like, no, 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 no. He's like, I'll just end my turn. And I'm like, dude, I'm dead. Like, I can't do anything. He's like, no, I know. But he's like, dude, I have this like combo thing that I really want to get. And I'm like, dude, I don't care. Like, I lost. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, lost, I don't want to watch you fucking play out your entire deck. And he's like, please, I just want to. I'm like, fine. All right, I'm gonna go make a sandwich or something. You can fucking impress yourself with your deck. Make a sandwich. That's funny. Yeah, I have not played Magic in way too long. It's uh, I've got all my cards just sitting there staring at me. But well, uh, maybe maybe in October we'll be able to uh, remedy that. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Um, so are you uh? Are you a Harry Potter guy at all? Like, I enjoy, I enjoy, like, the movies and stuff. I haven't really gave a shit about, like, the Fantastic Beasts stuff that they have Mm -hmm. going on. Like, I like the first one and then just completely checked out. 
from the rest of it. I haven't even seen two or three of that series. I've seen uh, zero of them. Um, I, I don't know if we've discussed it on here, but I'm absolutely not a Harry Potter person. I think like, we have had that. I yeah. think I've heard that before. I just don't really get it, you know? Um, I, millions of people will scream at me and tell me that I'm wrong, but uh, it's never made a lot of sense to me. <laughs> My reply is usually, you're not a Hufflepuff, you're 35. Read another book, homie. Like, what are we doing? Um, but anyway, uh, apparently the, the, the Hogwarts legacy game that has, uh, was originally, I think supposed to be 2021 has now been pushed to 2023 after missing its, uh, release or it's going to be missing its release window, which was supposed to be October of this year. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It was supposed to be like end of this year. So, uh, what, what you want to walk us through that? What are your thoughts? I mean, it's one of those things i'm not even like super excited for it i want to say mm-hmm. didn't shannon was it shannon or robbie i thought one of them said that they were like, i think both of them were looking forward to it yeah yeah we're like looking forward to it. it's just i haven't like seen i feel like enough of it to really even be excited about it like i, I like the i guess Harry that's Potter true universe. yeah like, i guess I like that's the Harry true Potter universe but it's like yeah like gameplay wise they haven't really shown much like i don't know if it's like a always online kind of thing mm-hmm. is it like an actual like single player like co-op kind of thing like who knows <laughs> it seems to be more of like an open world rpg type of thing yeah that's kind of like that's kind of the vibe it like gave off but you know you only kind of really see like in the school i feel like is like what a lot of the initial trailer and stuff was and they didn't give it a huge delay like it's coming out in february i think what's the new date february 10th yeah so it's not like it's it was delayed you know a full year or anything so it's i'm assuming they just need more polish time but still like it's it's pretty close to not know what that game is right like i mean yeah I'm like, maybe, I don't know. maybe there was a huge media push for it that i just missed or something but i don't think so it's not like when i saw the stories on the delay they were like tagging a bunch of trailers in it or anything so right yeah but uh speaking of games we're uh, kind of not plussed about as far as delays go but could be big um midnight suns also got pushed Oh yeah, that's right. I do remember hearing about that earlier in the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a, it was it pretty much happened like right after we recorded last week's. But uh, yeah. it was supposed to come October twenty twenty two. Tell me if this sounds familiar. October twenty twenty two, and now it's landing in March of twenty twenty three. But now it is only going to be PC, PS five, and Series X and S. The other console versions, they are saying are still on the way, but they don't have a release window, which tells me, Hey guys, they're not coming. They're just not coming. Um, cause, uh, yeah, you would think if anything, those would be the ones that would come out first. You know, right. They, they've, which, they've, made, they've made games on those systems for a long time. Yeah. Which it's like, I'm, I'm totally okay for, I've been saying for a while, like I'm surprised, like, catering to the older consoles has still gone on for as long as it has Mm -hmm. i mean i know ps5s aren't exactly in like stock everywhere still and stuff so it's like hard to get a hold of them but it's like 
you know, at some point, like they're going to stop making PS4 and Xbox One games. But I also wonder if, like, I wonder if the arrival of God of War in a weird way is like changing the calculus for a lot of these games. When, in a, you know, kind of like when, when uh, Call of Duty was at its peak and people would just like clear out for the month. You know what I mean? And, and, yeah. and so like, I'm wondering if God of War being like the big boy arriving in November has a lot of these companies being like, you know, why don't we just give it the holiday and, and we'll, we'll do it in 2023. Like, that's where we'll make our money. I'll be, I'll be honest. I completely forgot about God of War. So when mm-hmm. you say that it like clicks is to be like, Oh yeah, dude, fuck it. Let's just like November. Let's try February. Like, let's yeah. just forget about it. Like, it's totally cool. We're not going to get game of the year on this. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think Metal Slug Tactics, which is another one that got delayed until 2023, is a game that necessarily has that because that's a very different type of audience and yeah. everything. But, you know, I mean, even though it is a tactics type game, a Midnight Suns is still a hell of a license. Like, that's a big people are going to see Marvel and Wolverine and Spider-Man and be like, hell yeah, let's do it. You know, like sight unseen, not even knowing what the game is, they're going to buy it. Yeah, dude, I feel like for the metal slug tactics and stuff for them, I would think that you'd want to, cause you know, advance wars reboot, whatever is still TBD at this point. Like there's no one's brought that up when that's going to come out now after Nintendo mm-hmm. held it. So it's like, that's the game for them to try and release before. Like before there's like a Nintendo named tactics game out on like the eShop and stuff, get it up on there. Guarantee you people will buy it for sure. For sure. Um, but I, I don't know, man. It's like the more and more stuff just keeps sliding and it's weird. Like, but at the same time, I'm happy for it because I have so much to play that yeah. I'm kind of okay with them not stacking more stuff onto my plate right now. Um, I don't know. Like it's like, I'm, I'm very conflicted. I don't know about you, but I'm very conflicted about it because I'm excited about a lot of these titles and really want to get my hands on them. But it feels like the same time there's been this like meat grinder aspect to video game releases over the last couple of years where there's just so much. And a lot of it is really good. And you know, games just don't get finished because I want onto the next one or things get missed and it's like, Oh, well I'll pick it up later. And I never do. I just never do. And so, cause I've already got too much. And so like, you know, circling back to play something for me just never happens. Um, I don't know. Like, how, how do you feel about that? Dude, well, first time it's funny that you even bring that up because I was on Twitter earlier today and I saw someone talk, they were talking about um, Elden ring and how mm-hmm. they're not sure if in the long run, like, Elden Ring will hold up as a game or whatever in terms of like replayability and stuff compared to like the other Souls games and stuff. Mm. And some dude, I don't know if he was trolling or whatever, is like saying, he's like, yeah, you know, I agree. The replayability is kind of, he's like, I went through the game on New Game Plus three times. And people were like, okay, so hold on. You're, but you went through it multiple times. Like, what are you talking about? And he's just like, "Ah," he's like, you know, I don't know. 
Like, it's just compared to everything else, it's kind of like a chore. It's like, dude, like, I feel like if you've put 500 hours in a game, and this is what someone said that, you know, you've got your money's worth. Like, if you look at the Steam, mm. like, analytics and stuff for, like, achievements and stuff, like, the average person, like, today does not usually finish a game, hmm. like, ever, like, in comparison to whatever that, you know, it's like you get a game, you play it for a while, and then something new comes out, and then you, like, say you're going to go back to it, you never do. It's like, because there's such a plethora, like, game hopping happens all the fucking time. And, you well, and, go back and, and service, services, like, game pass and playstation plus are just make it worse because it's like oh i'll try it oh that sucks moving on you know and and so you're you know when i was a kid it was like oh i'm gonna play this piece of crap game because it's literally the only thing i have so i guess i'll go through it multiple multiple times right and game pass has some like insane stuff like tur- the turbo rocket golf racing game and yeah. stuff you know, you've been playing like that wasn't on my radar, and then it came out, and it literally consumed my life for like three days. And yeah. I, I still have been playing it. I mean, the only thing that slowed me down now is Cult of Lamb, but that's exactly it, though. It's like I wasn't expecting it. I mean, it's like I dropped whatever I was doing for Turbo Golf all of a sudden because it was super good. Mm-hmm. And it's, I don't know, it's just, it's, it's an interesting, I won't go so far as to say problem, but it's an interesting, like, conundrum that, the industry is finding itself in. Cause I wonder if the feedback they're getting is like, Oh, this is awesome that you like things are getting pushed in, in, in the sense that I have time to finish the stuff you are releasing. Or is the feedback like, no, I just want the churn. Like I don't really care about actually finishing these stories that you're telling, <laughs> which is wild to me. It, you know, like no other medium works like that with just, hey, this movie's great. Yeah, I'm not watching it. I, I got I got 30 minutes in and we're done. Oh, this right. novel this novel was started off great. Yeah, I stopped at 100 pages. I know it's 350, but eh, I'll never get to it. Like, it, <laughs> what? Like nothing nothing else look acts like this, and and but it somehow become the norm. It, it blows my mind when. I will get like a story achievement in a Xbox game. That's just a late stage. And all it is, is like, Hey, you got to chapter nine. Here's the achievement. And it's like, you get the diamond achievement for it. Cause like yeah, less like, than less than you. Yeah. Less, out, it's like, like all that means is like less than 5% of players have gotten this achievement. And I'm like, this wasn't a special achievement. This was just like, hey, you made it to the story, you know? I, I finished uh, the cutscene for chapter nine. Yeah, totally. It's like, how is that? Uh, it's like, it's depressing in a sense. Like you made it. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Um, but you know what wasn't delayed, Justin? Was, uh, hey, were you ever a fan of Alone in the Dark? Dude, it's been such a long time since I've played the original, but I was a big fan of mm-hmm. Alone in the Dark. And the new trailer that they showed for it and stuff, dude, man, it got me super pumped. Like, it did. It did. It has that like cool Lovecraftian, you know, Roaring Twenties type of vibe to it. Yeah, it which... has that. It kind of has that like GameCube kind of PS2 era kind mm-hmm. of vibe, like freshened up vibe with it too and stuff kind of like condemned and like all those kind of early xbox 360 games and stuff 
I mean, to be clear, it does not look like a N64 game or something. It has, or GameCube game, it very much has a modern graphical take to it. No, it looks very pretty. It is, it's like, it looks very pretty, but it also looks like they tried to, you know, keep as much of like the style and stuff kind of the same as they could just like really make it pop though and mm-hmm. look a lot smoother. I mean, but, we have, we have creepy children, you know, hanging dolls by nooses. Dude, yeah. house of the rise, singing house of the rise. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like it's, you've got, you know, like there's some, there's some like Dawn of the dead type vibes happening. There's creepy statues, graveyards, all that kind of stuff, you know, like it, it's got a, it's got a hell of a look to it. And the monster design was kind of classic alone in the dark, just fresh and way up. Yeah. So I'm kind of excited about it. I think, I think I'm ready for, for alone in the dark. Shockingly. Who would have thought? Who knew? I know. I mean, I'm always good down for a good single player, like horror experience. Mm-hmm. so i'm like give me more of that we're getting a lot of it here soon but i'm like yeah we got my like, time's come the drought was here and then now we get the flood and i'm like that's right we've got 18 dead space likes <laughs> yeah coming according and then to actual dead space yeah and then actual dead space you got re4 yeah and then um, you got callisto protocol you've got that one that the silent hill guy made that i can never make slitterhead Slitterhead was another one. Oh yeah, 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 dude, that one looks pretty cool. So, yeah, dude, like we're we're gonna be we're gonna be drowning in body parts here. Pretty. And Shannon's soon. gonna be buried so deep in Xenoblade, he's not gonna have a chance to look up and get spooked. Yeah, he, he he'll be happy that uh, he's on hour three hundred ninety eight and don't won't have time to play any of these. He's like, I can't see any monsters when uh you know I'm staring at anime waifu. <laughs> number seven in the game well wait no she's gone it's number six because the pop in oh wait she's back oh wait <laughs> yeah. nope, she's gone again yeah uh like, let, me, let me go grab my phone charger while this loads between worlds for the next three i minutes. forgot i forgot to tag you guys um i forgot to tag you guys someone posted this uh video of them running down this hill in xenoblade and it was they had a party with like f- five or six characters in it uh-huh. and they're running down the hill and it's just the guy just the guy running down the hill and then all of a sudden there's four people and then there's six and then it's just the guy again <laughs> it was one of those like oh no that's awful i'm like is this the loading wheel like what's happening right yeah. now they didn't i wish they would have panned out to show the switch just on fire trying to like render all of it you know it like just ejects the little cartridge like out the top. It just shoots it out. It's like, poof. yeah, I, man, Nintendo needs a new hardware setup. The dude, Switch, gonna, is, the Switch is just like, struggling, dude. It's gonna be the Switch Plus, and it's just gonna be like a giant outer thing that you just plug your Switch into, and it gives you like more hard drive power and whatever. And, it's just like a promo exoskeleton for it, and 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 a. Uh, magnifying glass and a flashlight it'll look like the old game boy thing you know that you would slap on and it's like one of those samsung folding phones and there's a second (laughs) screen like attached to the back of it you just unfold it and the screen just folds down and you can play your ds games on it the the switch ds yeah um another thing that got announced which i'm i'm bummed that uh one mr seltenpool isn't here uh soccer story 
which is uh, who who made Golf Story? Oh yeah, uh, No More Robots, right? Is that them? Yeah, I don't think this yeah. is made by them because they're doing they did the Golf Story and then they're mm-hmm. doing that other story one coming out. A oh, Sports Story is what they're yeah, doing. Sports right? Story. Yeah, the one yeah, doing. yeah. So this is Soccer Story, and it's gonna be a uh, kind of a soccer RPG, right? Yeah, like when I was watching the trailer, I got really big like a uh, dodgeball academia kind mm-hmm. of vibes totally. from it and stuff. But it has this kind of more, not really like pixel art, but kind of like, I guess it would be pixel art. I mean, it's kind of, like, it's kind of chibi looking. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, I was going to say kind of voxel-ish, but it's yeah, not. Yeah, I, I can see where you're saying that. Yeah, it has that, um, it's kind of like the, a when people do throwback games to like take in the PS one era, whatever that graphic style is, that's kind of what it looks like. Yeah. But it looks nice though. Like the scenery, like the characters, like the scenery around the characters and stuff is like, looks super detailed and stuff. And looks like you kind of have your own house and it looks kind of like it does maybe something a little similar to like story mode in like Mario golf or somewhere. It looks like kind of like, or even in dodgeball, you know, we're kind of running around, like talking to different people and shops and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, but you know, they heard Robbie's complaint. Robbie went to Twitter and told them how bad Mario soccer was. And they're like, all right, we got a new soccer game for you. They're like, all right, bet. Yeah. Bet. Um, okay. So I misspoke earlier. Sorry. It, I knew it sounded wrong to me. So soccer story is being made by no more robots and sports story is made by sidebar games. Sidebar games is the one that did golf story. Okay. So, uh, I think it's funny though. Like they basically are taking what sounds like that franchise and being yeah. like, it's soccer story, not from the makers of golf story, but, uh, it, it also sounds kind of like golf story where, you're using soccer mechanics to do like puzzles and stuff also, as well as combat and also soccer, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I find that, I find that kind of interesting. They're like, we're going to beat them to the punch and make it before they can. Seriously. Right now. Sidebar is like these motherfuckers. Um, get the lawyers on the phone lawsuit. But yeah, I'm, I'm down for more, more fun. I like fun. And I mean, not the biggest soccer person in the world, but if it plays like golf story, I'll be down. So if it plays like a game, not made by them that they're stealing, but you know, Hey, right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, any other news you want to talk about? It's kind of all I saw from the week. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really see much else outside of that. Cool, cool. Uh, well, before we get to uh, what we want to talk about, I, I, Justin, are you sitting down? Are you sitting I down? Am, I okay. am sitting down. I used my VR headset this weekend. That, right? What? I, I also was surprised. Um, that is wild. So I, I turned it on and... Not to, Vader Immortal beats him. Get out of here with that trash. I don't want. I don't want to hear about any of these games. You know your Moss Book Two's Pasha. I'll tell you what I played, Justin. I played a little game called Acron, which is like Acorn but with the R and the O switched. 
And uh, it's actually a pretty interesting little game. My kid was obsessed with it and like begged us to to buy it. And so we did. Um, it's like 20 bucks. So the fun part is you play a tree, right? Okay. And you are going up against squirrels that are trying to steal your acorns. Now the fun part comes in because the squirrels are being played by people using their tablets or phones or whatever and controlling the squirrels that way and trying to steal all your acorns and you you're the tree and you can grab like these they're big like balls of twine to throw at the squirrels if the squirrels get too close to you you can just pick up the squirrel and throw them um (laughs) you can throw a sap on the ground that'll slow the squirrels down and the squirrels all have like special abilities one can build bridges like Fortnite style one can dig tunnels um there's there's a big woodchuck named count chunkula who has a vampire cape on for some reason and uh he he can throw up a shield to block all the attacks that sort of stuff so it it's it's stupid but it's so fun like it's so dumb but it's like awesome you know we were all taking turns being the tree everyone from my five-year-old to my wife, you know, like, and we're all teach, you know, like after a few games, you get the tactics involved of like, okay, okay. You build the tunnel. All right. Who's, who's got the shield. Who's, who's Chunkula. Okay. Chunkula, you get up there, throw the shield up. All right. We're going to tunnel in behind you. We're going to grab this things because the shield can take three hits, you know? And then, and then when you get popped by something, you, you respawn, but the game ends if you if the squirrels manage to steal all four acorns, or if the tree can kill all the squirrels in the sudden death match. Because like you get two minutes, or no, it's three minutes. You get three minutes to try to steal all the acorns, and if it doesn't happen in three minutes, you go to sudden death, which is you either steal all the acorns or all your squirrels die, one of the yeah. two. And and if the squirrels all die before they get the acorns, the tree wins basically. Um, so it, it's, it's 20 bucks, but if you've got like a group of people, it's super fun. I think you can have a max of like eight squirrels or something like that. So we were playing like basically three on one and it was, it was good times. And it's hilarious when, you know, you get in these little power ups, like pumpkins and stuff that you can throw up for shields. But if you put them too close to the tree, you can just reach down and grab the pumpkins and throw them at people. Yeah. And, and and like it's pretty accurate with the throwing. You can you can just tag people across the map. Like John, uh, my kid was getting so mad at me because I was just like hucking these balls across the whole map and tagging him like as soon as he would spawn. He's like, "How are you doing this?" Ah. <laughs> so yeah, a acron. It's really fun. It's good. It's like 20 bucks. It sounds wild. Like it sounds like something I'd love to try out. It it's one of those things where I'm having a blast playing with my kids, but I could imagine, you know, rewind the clock 10 years in my like more single drunken party life. It would have been an insane party game. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, So now that we've gotten the pleasantries out of the way, Justin, but can we talk about a game that is more than likely going to be on our game of the year list? I, I, well, hey, hold on. I will not speak for you, sir. I will speak for myself. 
and say in this last week, I think I have played a top five game in my game of the year rankings. And that game is called cult of the lamb. I love this damn game. I love it. Your thoughts. I mean, I can see, I can see it breaking top five easy. Mm -hmm. Like it's the art, like it's so good and stuff, especially like when you uh, go to actually talk to the demon and stuff, when it like changes the art style. Yeah. It's so badass every time. Oh yeah. Anytime, anytime you finish a level and the screen goes to all white, it's always like, Ooh, what's going to happen. Yeah. It's always like super cool and looks interesting. Um, And I like the balance of everything looks really cute. And then mm-hmm. it's also very satanic and super like, dark, dark, super yes. dark. Like my five-year-old was looking over my shoulder when I didn't know she was there. And she's like, Oh, that scheme looks awesome. Can I play it? I'm like, no, no, you cannot. Like I'm, I just carved up this dead body to feed to my cult followers, like to feed their own buddies back to themselves. So no, you cannot hang out. I'm sorry. Like, Oh man. I'm like, I got this dude who's walking around like saying that my cult sucks and he's going to get people to leave. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see what the, uh, the ritual of the night does when I sacrifice you. That, <laughs> and that's what everyone I, got like scared. Because that's, I did that, that. that's what I did for the first, first, uh, the, uh, what do they call it? heretic or whatever. The yeah. first heretic I had. Yeah. I sacrificed him too. Um, and then I built a prison. Hey, yeah. what are you going to do? You know? Dude, well, that's what was happening with me is uh, I had I had one in prison and he was like mm-hmm. almost completely like brainwashed except for like just the very little bottom. And then while he's like in there, I had another heretic though. And so I was like, oh shit. And his bar was getting really high. And I was oh, like, man. dude, I can't let it fill. So then I had to swap. I only had the one prison and I didn't have enough wood to build another one. So I'm like, shit. So I had to swap them out. But because the one wasn't fully brainwashed, his bar kept going up. And then Ooh. so the other ones was going down. So I kept juggling them <laughs> in and out. Oh, and no. I was like, dude, I was like, and I didn't have enough bones to do the ritual sacrifice either. So I'm like, dude, I was like, this is driving me crazy. I can't keep doing this. And then I finally got enough wood for two prisons. And I'm like, yes. And now they're both in there. And I'm just every day hitting them with the, the brainwash, getting them back down. I'm like, thank God. Well, because it's, it's rough because... Well, that first time you realize, hold on, we should stop. We should stop. Let's before me and you just talk cult of the lamb strategy. Just cold open. Just go we, right. Yeah, in. we should just actually mention what this game is. Maybe. So, I went into it incredibly fresh. Like I said in prior episodes, I got the demo, but I never touched it. I knew I was going to be into it, so I just didn't want to like. I just didn't want to know. I wanted to go into it as as raw as possible, and. The game opens with you getting sacrificed as the last of your kind uh, to appease these four eldritch gods. And you go to the afterlife and you find a fifth god that has been chained up by all of by his four brothers and sisters. Um, And he goes, hey, how about you don't die? How about I send you back? And you can start a cult with in my name. And you're like, uh, I love how it gives you options for that, by the way. And it's one of those, like the options are like, absolutely. And yes, which I thought was hilarious. Um, 
so you go back and now you have a fancy red hat um, or a black and red hat, I should say that he has bestowed upon you, which is giving you, uh, you know, avatar like abilities to read people's minds and, and do all that type of stuff. And you get one follower and you start building your cult. And it's, and from that point on, it, it becomes a little bit of a, of an animal crossing kind of game where, you're unlocking recipes, you're, you're figuring out how to build, you know, sleeping bags and huts and a temple and all that type of stuff. And your guys every, but then you kind of run out of stuff. Like Justin was saying, you run out of resources. You're like, I need more wood. I need more stone. There's only so many trees you can cut down in your starting area. And there's only so many rocks you can break up in your starting area to get you what you need. And then also you need gold coins uh, to pay for some stuff. And so it's like, well, shit, how do I get that? Let me tell you how you get that. So there was a game last year or maybe the year before. I don't remember called death's door. If you remember that one, you were a little crow with a sword and you ran around in like an isometric world and you chopped up stuff and it was a run based type thing. Yeah, basically go play Death's Door with your lamb. <laughs> you go into an area. Uh, the first one is Leshy, which, by the way, as a uh, a fan of Inscription, I know you liked the name Leshy coming back. Yeah, I was like, it's Devolver Digital, so they were the ones who yeah. also published Inscription. So it was a solid uh, secret Easter egg drop so, there. Solid, solid tip of the cap. <laughs> you, go, you go into Leshy's world, who was one of the four gods, and you start taking taking out monsters and chopping down grass like Zelda style, and and that's how you get your resources is all that stuff. And then you take it back to your cult and unlock more things and and have sermons in your temple, keep your faith levels high, keep your guys fed. Um, at some point, you uh, you unlock a, a gambling mechanic called Knuckle Bones. Um, <laughs> Which is a surprisingly fun game, actually. Yeah, it was. It was really. I was like, oh, this could be. Da- I I played. I think two rounds of it, and uh-huh. I was like, okay, this is too dangerous. I'm like, I can't be gambling all my money away. Right, right. <laughs> and then uh, fishing unlocks, and you can get uh, special things from fishing, and also more recipes unlock for cooking when you when you fish. Um, I really like how they did fishing really quick. By the way. I think it's fun. It's like a mix between animal crossing and I don't know like what else, but it's like, it has, it's a little more complicated than animal crossing, but it's also really simple where doing it repetitively. doesn't like a chore. <laughs> mm-hmm. Totally. And the, uh, and then you get start to unlock like more seeds for farming and stuff like that. And like, now I'm growing pumpkins that give you more food energy than the berries do and stuff like that. Um, then uh, you learn things like, oh, hey, if you're feeding your followers, they poop like a lot. <laughs> I was not aware I would be cleaning up so much shit in this game, but I do a lot, which expedited me building outhouses real fast. So... Uh, yeah, but as you, as you do more runs, you get more followers and gives you more resources to unlock more things. So it's kind of that, it's kind of that treadmill, you know, that you, you run that track a lot. The thing is, 
it's all fun. Like building your cult is fun. Unlocking things is fun. Going on the little death's door runs is fun. Taking out big bosses is really fun. Unlocking more of the story. Like what the hell's even going on is cool. Um, and yeah, it's the first time. What I was going to say before I started that whole thing is the first time you realize, oh, time is still progressing as I go on these runs and do this stuff. Like you come back and people are like, fuck, I'm starving dog. Like, like we, we have like all, all the beds are broken. Like there's no food. Like that dude died over there. Cause he was sick. Like, you know, like all that stuff is just like, and you were just hacking up a forest. I, I, I hope you had fun, Dick. Like, you know, it's, it, it, it's, and you're and the faith level is way down because you've been gone for so long. And, so, yeah, that first realization that all that happens and that's another mechanic you need to balance is was 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 a tough reality for me. That was a no, reality check. That yeah, that was a rude awakening for me as well. When you said that, I relived the experience of going through the first boss and then being like, "Oh, yeah, dude, that felt really good. You know, that was a lot of fun." And then coming back to base and uh yeah, my faith meter was bone dry. Uh, everyone was pissed off. Yeah. There was just shit everywhere. I'm like, oh my God. Like I came back to like a trash fire. I ran, tried to do a sermon. Everyone was just mad. They're like, gave me like three faith. I'm like, oh, oh no. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, what do I do? And there's like dead bodies, but it's like, I didn't have stuff to like, I was like, uh, I can't bury them. So I'll just uh, harvest them. And then they didn't like that. And oh I'm yeah. Like, no, oh, they, they really don't like that when you, yeah. when you're like, Hey, you know what I'm going to do? Well, what's funny is, so the first time I had two guys die of old age, like right from like, no, I had one di- guy die from sickness, but I buried him. And then I came back and two, two of my dudes died of old age. And I was just like, F it. Everyone's starving. I don't have any resources. I'm hacking these MFers up. Like we're, we're it's feast time. We're eating. And they were like a deer and a cow anyway. So I'm like, we're eating good tonight, guys. Um, and like you said, the, the remaining 12 or 13 followers I had all were horrified, all hated it, except for like one dude gave me hella faith from it. He was like, hell yeah, cut him up, dude. Let's barbecue. And I was just like, holy shit, that guy's sick as hell. (laughs) He's like on one. He's like, yeah, dude. He's like, let's party. Let's bro down. Oh. 100%. 100%. He was like, hey, you got some more of those magic mushrooms, my guy? Like, what are we doing? Um, yeah, the mushroom dude is super weird. That guy's a weird guy. Um, when you first show up, he's like so incensed on finding these magic mushrooms. Uh, he's fil- he's sending his followers into these like old gods lands to get them and they're all just getting slaughtered <laughs> left and right. And then you go talk to him because his followers are like, hey, can you go talk to him? Because this dude's crazy. And you go talk to him. He's like, yeah, you got a cult. You got a cult, man. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I'll, I'll totally follow your cult. I'll get everyone to follow your cult. Just get me the mushrooms. Just, <laughs> just hook me up, dog. Like, just get me some mushrooms. And then the first, have you ever tried to pay him with less than what you, what you had or what he was asking yeah. for? And then he like loses his shit. On you. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, what like, are you doing? I don't trust no one, man. He's like, I ain't talk- <laughs> no one. I don't have no mushrooms. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's like just hardcore crackhead behavior from, yeah, from the I magic thought, mushroom guy. I thought that I had enough because I like just did this run and I was like, oh dude, I should have 20 now. And I walked up to him, made the mistake of clicking A when it said 18, yeah. and I was like, oh shit. And he's like, what are you doing, bro? You fucking idiot. You don't even have enough mushrooms. And I'm like, oh fine, yes, I know. I'm sorry. And it's the same guy that literally 10 minutes before was going like, I'll get everyone to follow your cult dog. We got this me and you just the mushrooms and, and us and the cult. Hell yeah. It's hilarious. So good. So I, I think that's the thing where I wasn't prepared for it. the writing on this game is really good. Like it's, it's true. It does the hardest thing to do in video games, which is comedy and satire. And it does it incredibly well. Like I haven't come across a joke that hasn't landed yet. It's Oh yeah. No, I've chuckled multiple times playing it and stuff. It has like some pretty like funny characters and funny moments and stuff in it. What I will say is having a dark sense of humor really helps. (laughs) Like really helps because this game does some dark shit. Like, well, yeah, it's like the happy tree friends of Animal Crossing. Yeah, yeah 100%. It's uh, the Team America world police of Animal Crossing. You know, it's it, bad stuff happens in Cult of the Lamb. Like, all the time. All the time. <laughs> so, how many followers, like, what's the max number of followers you've had? Uh, the max I've had, I want to say, is 16 So on, in my land, I've built a grid of homes. Like I've got a quadrant. That's like where everyone lives, Mm -hmm. where all the sleeping bags and huts are and the uh, outhouses. And then, so that's my top, top left. Bottom left is all farmland. Top right is the temple and the like statues and all that stuff. Uh And then bottom left is the prison and the, the bury the graveyard. Okay. So that's kind of how I have it laid out right now. Because, yeah, for me, bottom left is all the beds. Mm -hmm. And I've upgraded, because right now I have, I think, 13 followers. Um, I did have 16 was the highest that I had. But then that's like was the peak of then when everything went to shit and a lot of people died, people left. (laughs) I think the game like throttles you on purpose because that's kind of what I had that thought of like, Oh, I just need to get a ton more people. So I went on a run just collecting people like as many people as I could get, you know? And like I said, I got to 15, 16 and that's when I came back from a run and people were sick. I came back from a run and like, yeah, I had a heretic. I came back, you know, and it was one of those, like the game was making sure I got rid of a few people. Well, and it's like my infrastructure wasn't set up as well either. Like I didn't have toilets like then and stuff. Yeah. yeah, I didn't have um, a bunch of stuff. So I was just like, dude, but my thinking too is like, once you open all the doors, I'm like, I don't think you need a max number of people anymore. True. True. So I, that's kind of what I wonder is like if that's kind of the sweet number is like 12, 13, because that's what you need to open that last door, I think, is like 13, 12 or 13, something like that. And mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm wondering if that's kind of like the sweet spot. And once you open that, I mean, really, it's just about generating as much faith as possible. And and, and that's your, what I and that's why I think it kind of throttles you down, because otherwise 
it's conceivable to go get like 2025 and you're just having 12 people worshiping. And yeah. every time you come in, you're collecting 70, 80, 90 faith every time, you know? And so it's like that, that would break the game pretty quick. I think yeah. you're uh, just like, I'm just going to hang out here for five minutes and unlock three upgrades and go. So, yeah, there was a couple times where just from talking to people and giving them items and stuff, I got them leveled up like like uh-huh. almost at the brink to then like the next time I came around, you know, I got, I think, two crown upgrades in a row because everyone yeah. was just like on the edge. And I was just popping them off left and right. And then you get so, yeah, there's the upgrade system is the main statue in the middle of town is where you can have your followers worship and it, it will build up until you start at being able to collect 50 faith at like at a time, like once they hit 50, no more goes there. And then they start like singing and dancing around, which is really fun. But, uh, and then that upgrades as you slowly go. So like, I'm a, I, I think I can collect 70 at a time now or something like that. Um, but there's also, tablets as you upgrade up as your followers level up they'll give you pieces of tablets and when you you need five pieces of a tablet and they unlock like follower abilities so now i have the ability where i can feed all my followers a bowl of grass and they're all cool with it oh yeah no that's a great early one i picked that one too because then they're not mad about it either and it takes away all the negative effects of the grass so that and those are called doctrines but then there's crown abilities and the crown abilities help you when you go on your runs. Yeah. Um, they're all weapon upgrades and that sort of thing. And you only have access to your weapons when you're on a run. So you can't just like clear out your, your land with a sword or whatever, even though I wish I could, cause I have like tons of underbrush and stuff all over the place, which is really <laughs> annoying. But um, the, and the other good thing is when you go on the run, it's like 15 minutes max. So they're great, like pick up, play, bite sized chunk things, and you get real resources from them. Like they're, they're I've, I've never gone on one that felt pointless. Like right. oh, oh, I walked away with like three logs. Awesome, you know. Dude, I went on one that was rough because um, the I think it was the second big boss or whatever did it where they told me to pray to them Mm -hmm. and i chose no and because i chose no they opened up my little inscription like map and stuff and all the spots with all the resources like guess what now they're swords yeah you're just fighting shit and i was like fuck dude like i needed wood and i'm like god damn it now this entire run i'm not gonna get dick for resources i'm just gonna get my ass handed to me so i got to the end of that and had half a heart left at the last one and there were no, and the tarot card I got to, to try to help me out. It was something like you can do extra poison damage. I was like, shit, I'm so done. Like, <laughs> God damn it. Please no. Yeah. Oh man. And then that's, then when you die on the runs, you get resurrected, but your followers lose faith. That's like the penalty for dying on a run. So, yeah, if you do die too many times in a row, too, it'll take like a big hit to your faith and stuff. And they'll like question your leadership since you can't complete an area. So anytime I die on a run is usually ritual time. It's like, yep, okay, we're going to go do a ritual. I'm going to get all that faith back. And, uh, you know. 
Dude, well, there was one time where uh, they someone pulled in like four or five of my like followers during like a run, and I like, guess what? Now all these people starving, and then oh. back, and I was like, "Fuck, dude!" So it's like I already knew I was coming back to everyone being pissed off because they're hungry. But I unlocked the one ritual where we do like a giant feast, and it uh-huh. like, fills up your bars. I'm like, "All right," I'm like, "I'm not wasting a bunch of my like food I just collected." I'm like, "We're doing a feast, baby." And everyone was happy again. I was like, yeah, fuck you. Trying to like turn my people against me. I'm going to make sure everybody eats. Or like yeah. when, when your followers will come up and be like, Hey, I've got these two buddies that really want to join your cult, but they're like super sick. And you're like, God damn it. Okay. Dude, like, I, so, so, uh, yeah, I've done that multiple times. And like, so my map, so I have the people living in the bottom left mm-hmm. and I, I have everyone has been upgraded to the tents. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've unlocked the third version of that, which is the one that never breaks. Oh, nice. And I've gotten two or three of the tents converted into that. And it requires gold and like the refined logs yeah. and whatever. So it's nice. Um, and it collects faith too from the oh, when they're sleeping. Cool. It will hold like 30 faith or something like that. So I'm like, all right, that's pretty dope. I'm, like, I'm glad we've hit this point. Cause that's where, I was losing all my wood is coming back to like, you know, 16 fucking broken beds and each of them takes three to fix. And so it's like 16 times three. It's like, yeah, that's a lot of wood. And that's why I kept running out of wood. And then um, above the beds, I have the little medical tent um, for the sick people. And then above Mm -hmm. that, I have my wood, like my wood farm or whatever. I got two of them going on at the same time. And then I got, uh, I got my little garden area, except I kind of messed up. I wish you could move stuff. I'm assuming that my maybe an ability that you can do later is rearranger because yeah. I accidentally put my little water station house thing like all the way up against the wall. Oh, and it's like, no. well, dude, that's like ruining half of like the real estate of people watering shit. So like half my crops, I have to water myself because it's not near that building. <laughs> and I'm oh, like, God damn sucks. it. Yeah, so I kind of messed that up. But then I got an outhouse on the far right and then like the giving shrine where people gave me gifts mm-hmm. and then like the little kitchen to cook shit. And then below that is where I have the prison right next to the graveyard because I yeah. have like six dead people. Um, I just unlocked. I need to actually build it. But there's a box that you can do where you can put dead bodies in it and it'll turn them into fertilizer. Oh, that's cool. And I'm like, all right, that'll be easy because you need fertilizer for building shit later mm-hmm. and stuff. So I'm like, cool. I'm like, that can help with just building that. And I'm also using fertilizer for all my crops and stuff. So I'm like, and then I won't have to keep burying plots and I can for just sure. plot someone. So I'm like, all right, we need to get that built. And then I got a, a rock farm at the bottom and stuff for farming the rocks. Yeah, the... Uh... That's called a quarry, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the, uh, yeah, I've got the ability so I, I, I can tithe people now, which is nice. It's like, oh, I need a couple more coins. I'm going to go shake down my yeah. followers yeah. for coins. Like once this. a day, you can shake them yeah. down. So it, it's an incredibly deep game. Uh, as you can tell, me and Justin could talk about this for a long time, even longer than we have. Uh, <laughs> which has been like a half hour straight now of us just gushing about cold little lamb. Um, yeah, it's just incredibly addictive and really fun. Super strong writing. The only negative I have on it is I, I wish there were more, there was more music. 
that the one song it has like on the runs gets old it it get it's one of those like okay could you do we have another track to play please so yeah i feel like if you like binding of isaac if you like hades mm-hmm. if you like anything that's kind of like you know stardew valley kind of resource management kind of style stuff you know give it a shot 100 you know? yeah like i said it's on it's on my very short list for game of the year right now like it's it's good it's just and really it, good and it's been great on switch like the load load really times good. you know yeah. could be better but like once it's like loaded in though i don't have any issues no it runs like, really no. strong on switch uh oh. hey real quick what's your favorite follower form Ooh, um I I did go to the eShop. If you go to the eShop for free, mm-hmm. you can get the Cthulhu one. Oh, I didn't know uh, that. Yeah, so go to the eShop and download it. It's completely free. So I the Cthulhu one is one of my favorites, but I also really like I think it's one of the boss ones where he's like kinda has a fuzzy face and he has mm-hmm. like almost two little stick like antlers coming yeah, out. Yeah. And stuff. That one's pretty pretty cute. I like I like, I like the unicorn with the like bloody horn. That's a good one. <laughs> so i don't know if i've gotten that one yeah yeah that's one of um, my favorites uh, what one of my favorite uh followers that i had that passed away his name he was a pig one and i named mm-hmm. him spoink oh nice and this other follower he did it twice and it, it killed me every time because i'm like dude why is he like picking on this one fucking dude he'd like come wave me down hey 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 i need you to do something and i'm like okay what and he's like dude wouldn't it be funny if you made spoink eat a bowl of poop and i was like uh i I guess and i'm like okay so that's a quest and i was like dude i really don't want to lose faith for saying no so then i like made a bowl of shit and i'm like all right and told spoink i'm like hey dude food's up and then goes over and eats it of course immediately gets sick and i'm like yeah all right i'm like go to the medic station and then report that he's like dude wasn't that funny and then like i don't know like four hours later five hours later dude again he's like dude hey it was so funny the first time Let's make Spoink eat it again. I'm like, fuck, dude. And then he died from being fucking oh, sick. No. And I'm like, the ultimate joke. The and I was ultimate like, joke. Like, was it worth it? Well, and then I, I mean, thought, did you resurrect him? Did you resurrect well, see, Spoink? Dude, I did not, but I did resurrect someone else, and I thought people would be thrilled, and they fucking hated it. And I was like, <laughs> like, it scared the shit out of them. I was like, try to bring someone back. It was an elder, died of natural causes. Yeah. I was like, he was one of my favorites. I thought people would be thrilled that he was back. Guess not. I was like, yeah. all right. Like, I don't know why you guys, they, they were pissed off that I did it. I'm like, all right, looks like we're going to go do a sermon because I apparently I pissed everybody off. See, I did the classic cult leader thing where I had like my favorite. It was this little dude named Geronimo. And uh, so like he was leveled up the first, he was like, all the way in i gave him all the gifts like he was like totally second in command around the cult and then the first chance i had i sacrificed him i was like yeah you're done get out of here and it was like classic cult behavior of like yeah if he can get any of you can get it stay in line that was like my first favorite one was i think it was the when you beat the first boss and it was the green little fuzzy one and i was like man I was like, you're my favorite. I'm like, I'm going to give you this. And it's the necklace that makes it so you can never sleep. And I'm like, you will forever stay up because you are my favorite. So ever since then, he's just the most tired motherfucker. And then eventually <laughs> just died, dropped dead. That's hilarious. <laughs> so you'll stay up all night with me as I'm like cutting down trees and shit. And he's just tired praying to the statue. Cutting down trees, 
catching yeah. fireflies and spiders. Like building shit at 2 a.m. I'm like, yeah, your ass is up. Come help me fucking yeah. put this shit up. Yeah. If you're awake, you can farm. So get over here. Yeah. You up? I know you're up. <laughs> All right. Well, we should move on. Uh, what else have you been playing, Justin? Um, besides that, I just played a little bit more of the old uh, Turbo Golf Racing. And it was it's still mm-hmm. great. I love it. Like before Cult of the Lamb came out, that was my uh, nightly pleasure was hopping on for what I th- would assume would only be like two or three games. And then turns out to be like 10 <laughs> games yeah. of a uh, turbo golf and, you know, had had my rough matches. But then, you know, once you get in the zone, I was just banging out first after first. And then, of course, you get the g- couple games where I like completely flew over the ball. And then I was like, dude, I had it in the bag and I just blew it. And it's just, I end up getting six and knowing that spots one through five are just watching my camera of me just completely blow this game. I know, that's, I that's the worst so is when, like, you know, everyone's watching you. Yeah, I'm like, dude, I know there's someone's at home like, hey, yo, Andy, come look at this dumbass on the TV over here. You can't even hit the ball. And I'm just like laying on my side in the middle of the field, like away from the hole, just letting time take me out I'm like, I'm like give you the satisfaction of watching me struggle you're like just watch me suffer it's fine but it's so good i want once shannon's uh back from his little vacay which mm-hmm. is uh, why he's not here i want to play with you guys like shannon yeah, played it and said it was fun it's like i know we want to play ember but i'm like i really want a boys play turbo car golf yeah i'm down i'm down um well, should we do, like, I mean, we don't really have, maybe, maybe, can we do muted sirens this week? Like, little baby sirens? I'm trying to hear them. They're yeah. really, they're really quiet, but if really you listen faint. closely, yeah, you can hear them going off a little bit. <laughs> uh, we have a very small spoiler zone. Not, not a lot was watched. Uh, we did watch that movie Luck that Shannon recommended, and it was good. It was solid. I mean, I mean, it was fine. You know, it like, was fine. It was, it's a kid's movie. It was fine. Um, and uh, yeah, is that it? I think that might have been the whole only thing I've... That might literally be the only thing I watched all week, Justin. I'm not even lying. Dude, that's, like, uh, I'm like, dude, F's in chat. Like, I feel bad. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know what else we watched was uh, the new season of Bluey came out. Oh, man. that was. I'm sure that was a hot drop. It was a hot... Dude. Around this house, drops don't get much hotter. Like, let me tell yeah, you. Every, like, let me tell you. Like, come Monday, everyone's going to school talking with an Australian accent. I'll yeah. tell you what. You joke. You're a bluey, man. Bluey On the playground, is... everyone's like, oi, mate. But at least, at least Bluey's good. You know, like that. Yeah. In my day, sir, I have watched some awful children's programming. And Bluey is at least, like, funny. And yeah. actually pretty charming. You know, so could be worse. It could, it, it could be Paw Patrol, bro. It could, <laughs> it could be My Little Pony. Let me tell you, I've, I've, I've been outside, Justin. I've been in these streets. I've been touching grass, and let me tell yeah. you what. Yeah, you don't, you don't want to be outside like this. <laughs> trust me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that that's me. What have you been watching, man, dude? I so next week is the finale for it. But it's like, fuck, dude. I really want you and Shannon to watch the rehearsal. I know. It is It is so good. It is so batshit insane that it's like, 
each week i keep saying it but i'm like each mm-hmm. week i don't know like how much farther they can push like nathan can push what he's doing and each week i'm like more surprised by the type of fucking shit he's pulling off and i'm like dude i don't even know what the fuck is going on right now as i'm watching it but and so is so were you right did it have like a a through storyline or is it all one-offs so I was right. It does have a, like, the first episode uh-huh. is good, but it's also kind of a red herring. And then the second episode is kind of where they actually reveal what they're doing. Okay. And so that's the, like, consistent storyline throughout. There is still other rehearsals sprinkled throughout. Like, Nathan is still doing other rehearsals for other people, but there is a cohesive kind of storyline that he's also going through while this is happening. Okay. But, interesting. Yeah, it is. It's very interesting. It's like, it's so fucking weird. Like I've been, also been watching Nathan for you. Uh, they have all four seasons of that mm-hmm. on HBO Max as well. And I got to season three, and I'm seeing a lot of like what he was doing in season three of that show. I can see it like incorporated into the rehearsal. I'm like, this is kind of like the next level of nathan for you for him it's uh, okay. pretty cool to see because i'm like it's just like certain episodes he did in season three of that but it's like on a grander scale of stuff that he's pulling off so it's a, it's like the proof of concept oh yeah gotcha um, but that's been, and then i also watched uh, the harley quinn show oh uh, um, that's season three that's out now uh, it is season three. I'm only on season one still. Okay. Um, I'm trying to catch up so I can start watching season three. And I, I think I'm almost done with season one. And it's been really good. Like, I'm actually surprised it kind of has. I wasn't expecting it to really have like a consistent kind of storyline mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, you would watch it necessarily like in order. But it does have like each episode's kind of like a one-off thing, but there is also like the overarching storyline of Harley and like Joker not being together and her trying to prove her status and stuff without him by getting a seat on the Legion of Doom. Uh, okay. But cool. and it's like, I like her. I like Ivy, like their relationship and stuff is really funny. And, uh, they end up getting, uh, she builds a crew up and it's Clayface who is like big into acting that's like his big portrayal is he's like so excited to act and give like these characters he's supposed to play like a huge background like okay look we don't care you just need to look like this guy and then go knock this guy out like he doesn't need mm-hmm. an entire 35 year backstory and he's like I was once a small boy and like so into character and then Dr. Psycho who is voiced by it's a uh, god what's his name it's like but from Arrested Development, it's the brother who had the hook hand and stuff. Yeah. It's him, and he does such a funny job. And he like called Wonder Woman the c word or whatever. What and people were filming, so he got doxxed oh, on the geez. internet and stuff, and was doing like the Ellen Show and shit like that, like apologizing and stuff, and being like, "No, no, I'm a feminist. Like, I didn't mean to like do that." Like the level of humor and stuff in the show, I'm like laughing constantly. It's like. Mm. So I'm like, dude, DC just nails animation. 
Like their live action shit might be out of control right now, but they kill it in the animation. It's insane, right? It's insane. Like how good their animation is versus their film. I don't get it. Like, I'm like, dude, why don't you give the animation people a shot at the live action? Like, because let me tell you what, they know how to write good stories. Yeah. Just like do shit. At least have them write the scripts. Like, what are we doing? The Harley Quinn show. I'm like, dude, like while I was watching it, I was kind of like, dude, this is what the birds of prey movie should have been. Mm-hmm. It honestly should have been a live two-hour version of this of Harley and Joker breaking up and then having Poison Ivy and then like doing some like girls get it done shit. Like, I'm yeah. like dude, this is bad. This is way better than Birds of Prey. Well, it's also bad that the best part of Birds of Prey was the Huntress, which was like the most flat character. Yeah, but God, she she killed me every time she was on screen. It was like all this wild shit going on, and they would cut to her, and she'd just be like, "Ah, uh, uh, okay." I guess what are we doing like what what is this she's like no i don't i'm not a part i don't want to be a part of this like okay well you're a part of it and this is your okay i guess it was just it was so deadpan it was hilarious every time um well all right yeah i didn't get to see bullet train this weekend like i wanted and i didn't get to city i didn't get to watch anything else that i wanted so oh 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 wait (laughs) Justin, Justin, how did we forget that things have happened between last week and this week? Bro, we need to talk Prey. How did we both forget about Prey? I think because we talked about it so much on Twitter. You're right. I I just want to say, though, dude, you scared the shit out of me. (laughs) I was expecting you to be like, you know, we were all cool, like, land the train. Like, Justin, Justin. It just led to me. I was like replaying my week. I'm like, I know I watched something though. And then I realized, oh wait, that was this last week. That was this last week. And that movie fucking rips, dude. Like, holy crap. I love that movie. I was like, yeah, we have a a high contender for movie of the year. Yeah. Dude, Prey, Prey kicks all the ass and takes all the names, dude. Like, talk about a way to bring a franchise back. Because, I mean, Predator has been one of those things that's just been kind of lost to time at this point. It's like, yeah, the 80s movies were cool. And then Predator 2 kind of was all right, but sucked. But it was all right. And then it's like, you get into Alien versus Predator Land, which just, those were just awful. And then Shannon says the Adrian Brody one was good. But, like, I, I stopped caring by that point. Like, I ain't watching that shit. And then... Prey shows up on Hulu and people are like starting. I'm starting to see a little buzz about it, starting to see a little buzz about it. And I'm still not interested in watching it at all. Like my wife wasn't could care less. She's like, I'm not going to watch that. (laughs) And, but one night she was out and the kids were in bed and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to watch it. Like enough people have said things about it that I'm like, I have nothing else to watch. I'm just going to watch it right now. And man, within 45 minutes i am just riveted to the screen riveted like it was so goddamn good naru the main character who was uh like shannon was saying last week was like you know wants to be a hunter not a gatherer and is trying to train under her brother and all that stuff and she's like dog there's these footprints here and y'all telling me it's a bear that shit ain't a bear like i'm, I'm gonna go find this thing and then she finds the bear 
fighting the predator. And that gets buck wild by the way. And then, and then from that point, it is just on like the fight. And we had this conversation, but the fight in the, the burned down forest where, so, so she gets catch her and her brother get captured by these French trappers. Right. And the French trappers know that something's out there. So they're going to use them as bait. They chain them both to a tree to lure out the predator. And then they're all up on a hit on a ridge with guns. And like, there's people uh, all staged up to shoot this thing when it shows up, a fight breaks out when the predator shows up and that sequence just had my jaw on the floor, like the entire time. And then you think it's over, right? You think it's over. Like predator leaves them alone. because they're chained to a tree. They're not a threat. And that's when Naru starts putting it together of like what this thing's doing and what it wants. And you think it's over and the predator's like, fuck some shit up and leaves. But no, all of a sudden the ground, like Frenchmen start pouring out of the ground and you realize they had like tricked this thing into a trap essentially. And they're all coming out of the ground with guns and shooting and it is round fucking two. And now we get to see crazier shit. Like, He's got this like razor bladed shield. He's got these bombs that are going off left and right. It's like the fucking laser tag arrow things are flying through. It is just so insane. The sequence is so insane and it's so well shot and directed. I just, ah, chef's kiss. Ah. No, dude, it was so good. Like, yeah, when he like has the dude against the tree and just throws it and just expands. It's just like, whoop, and like takes his head off. I was like, holy shit. Like it got... (laughs) Some of this stuff got pretty fucking ground. Like we were eating dinner watching it. Megan was like, holy shit. Like during some of the parts, like I'm still fucking eating here. <laughs> blew this dude's fucking brain out. Like yeah. in the back of him. And I was like, uh, like when they, he like went to, um, I think it was like the tiger where like ripped the entire head with the spine and shit out. Oh and yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, like, nope. Like I'm not watching that. Well, he did but, that to the, he did that to the wolf, I think. Yeah, yeah, it was the wolf. Yeah. I knew it was one of the animals he did it to. But I was like, oh, dude. But I like how I like the aesthetic of him. Like I like how everything was kind of with them and stuff was kind of taken back in mm-hmm. time. Some even with the predator and stuff, and like the helmet, how it has like the Yondu like arrows and yeah, stuff. Like that yeah. shit was so good. I loved it. And then, and then, and then the uh, the gun she gets at the end from the Frenchman that ends up being the gun that's in predator two that the predator tosses to him. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's the same, it's the same oh, signature dude. on it. And I, didn't, I didn't know that. That's even better. So I'm hoping that means there's a sequel where the predator gets the gun back, you know, because the predators had it to give to Danny Glover. So I want to know where, where they got it from, but the, uh, but no, like after after watching that, give me predators through history. I am ready. Like, give me, you know, fucking pre-colonial Africa predator. Give me like, you know, pre-colonial India predator. Give me Bushido Japan predator. Give yeah. me, give me fucking ancient Rome predator. Like, I'm I'm in all of it. Like, let's go. Fucking five thousand BC Egypt predator. Yes, let's go. Like, I'm in. Dude, that the final fight with her and the predator was so good. Like how it, it is so satisfying. So satisfying. Like, it lived up to like 
you're like all right like you know the learn learning everything along the way it's like the culmination of everything just came to fruition yeah in like the final fight and it's like yes and then but can we talk though about probably the most unrealistic thing in the whole thing this is a movie about a predator okay we've got a lot of unrealistic shit happening she wanders back into camp sands her brother holding the head of this alien and is just throws it on the ground it's like yeah that's right and no one freaks out no one's like what the fuck is that like you know everyone's just like yep guess that's the thing that killed her brother good job yeah like chief starts singing like none, none of you were bothered by this like none of you saw this thing before like it's not like you knew what was out there you just knew something yeah, was out was, there taking out was- your dudes yeah, it was cloaked for like most of the movie, like yeah. like halfway through. She just saunters in holding this alien head with like all the meat still attached and going like, yep, there we go. Eating good tonight. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, but the, uh, I also thought the redesign of the Predator was rad. Like, no, it looked really good. And like, super like- intimidating, like way more intimidating than the original Predator as far as I was concerned. Yeah, like I thought it was a refreshing step back because, yeah, I have watched the last couple of Predator movies and stuff. And like, are they good? No, but like Megan and I would like put them on or whatever sometimes because they were like inter- like just like entertaining to have on in the background. Oh, I mean, dude, you're never going to hear me argue against like junk food movies. Like I yeah. love that shit, but it's yeah. just I lost my flavor for that particular kind of junk food somewhere along the way. So, yeah, I get it. I get it. But it was like, yeah, it was a really refreshing return. I dug the the bone helmet was very aesthetically pleasing and cool. I liked the balance of primitive kind of tech blended with the future tech Mm -hmm. stuff. So, no, I man, I want I want more more of the prey verse, please. I'm I'm in. A lot of people were saying how surprised they were that it just went straight to HBO instead of like attempting theaters. Not even HBO. It went to Hulu. Like, oh, that's what I mean, yeah. But just going straight to streaming versus yeah. attempting to go to the box office. And I'm wondering if it's just because they thought, because it didn't have any like insane like names people would recognize, yeah. that it wasn't like worth attempting the risk for. Or I wonder if it was one of those, because I think it actually is an HBO movie, but it was like in some weird rights hell thing. Yeah, that could be, because I know a lot of people have like, you know, with like, discovery getting bought and like Mm -hmm. whatever i know a lot of properties and stuff have kind of been exchanging hands and stuff like that so so who knows it might have just it might have just been a contractual like yeah you can still have it but you have to release it here type thing or so you know who knows but but i'm happy it's out i'm happy i was able to watch it at home i'm bummed for them because i think it would have done really well in a theater but and actually I really would have loved to have seen it in a theater because there's some visuals in there that are probably rad as hell on a big screen. And but, one of my favorite aspects, it was a great story in 90 minutes. Yeah. And Super I concise. know Shannon can't watch something for 90 minutes, but you know, it was very nice to have just beginning and done rolling credits. You, in, you know what? That watching that movie made me really believe Shannon had to have been sick as hell. <laughs> Because, like, there was no way I could have fallen asleep watching that movie. None. I was so just locked into whatever was coming next the whole time. And I had the thought when it was rolling credits, I'm like, man, Shannon had to just been dying. (laughs) 
Like, literally died. The vid had him uh, in its grasp. The just, shadow man came. Just had him in a chokehold, you know? Um, though I did see one take on Twitter that I did kind of... There was a lot of bad takes on Prey uh, on Twitter, but I saw one thing that I did agree with. So, Predator's got to get a W one of these times, dude. Otherwise, it's just not... It's just not like, what are we doing here? Like, why is he so scary? He loses every time. Like, so sometime the predator has got to have a good hunting trip. Just saying. I can see that. I mean, maybe, maybe the movie starts with a predator ending a successful hunt, hunting trip or something like that. I don't know. Instead of always being thwarted, always yeah. getting Scooby Doo at the end. Totally. It's like, bro, Danny Glover gave you those hands. Like, what are we talking about here? Danny Glover, man. Come on. I mean, you have like, sure, you got badasses like Nauru and like Schwarzenegger. But we're talking Danny Glover and Adrian Brody. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, bro. You don't get it. Like, no, no. Those aren't, you're not intimidating. I'm sorry. Um, Okay. Okay. I think, I think we now have a show now that we talk pray. So, uh, Justin. Why don't you go ahead and wrap us up, please? You know what, guys? Thank you, guys, listening to episode 204 of the That Pixel Life podcast. You know, and why don't you head on over to Discord? Uh, Why don't you go into the uh, podcast news section? And uh, I don't know if you saw, but I posted video special for episode 200. Finally, all two hours of it got edited and uh, uploaded. There's some pretty... uh, it's pretty much just episode 200, but there's some, you can see our beautiful faces. There's some funny cuts to Shannon and Robbie's reactions as we were going. It's even funnier because, you know, Shannon didn't even realize that it was being filmed until about halfway recording through it. So you get to see him clip his fingernails like we have to sit through and watch him do every single week. So you can enjoy that with us. And, you know, while you're at it, why don't you go on over to Spotify? Give your boys a review. Let us know how we're doing and, uh, Zach, if Robbie was here, what do you think Robbie would say? Robbie would say, hey, guys. Now, you listen to me, mister. I work for a living. And I mean real work, not writing down gobbledygook. I provide the people of this community with propane and propane accessories. Oh, when I think of all my hard-earned tax dollars going to pay a bunch of little twig boy bureaucrats like you, it just makes me want to... Oh, oh, God, <laughs> 